Get Up with Christian Bodge. On the Mid North Coast's Hit. A very good morning to you, five past six, Christian Bodge for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie. Christy, happy hump day, pal. Oh, it's funny you say hump day, because you'd think hump, humpback whale, like Migaloo. Yeah, that's exactly where my mind goes when I hear the word hump. Um, but no, Migaloo is making his way up the, uh, the the north coast. He's here somewhere. I mean, it's quite dark out. I know there's some some people on the lookout for him, and he, he should be, they keep saying on telling, oh, He's left Sydney. He should be in Byron by Wednesday sometime. So it's clear that the, the Sydney reporters, um, you know, they don't care where he is until he gets to Byron, where he was first spotted, in fact, well, in 91. <laughs> so, he can't really put a, a time and a place on where he's going to pop up. Why don't they tag him? They ta- everyone, People tag animals all the time, bung a little tag on him, and then I can sleep and just go, right, and I can check it on the app and then go, right, he'll be here soon. <laughs> Would you really want to ruin such a majestic animal with a tag? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I only draw the line when it comes to humans. Right, we've got lots more coming up. Also, um, uh, the, sen- the censorship game that we played yesterday oh, that was game. such a hit that we're playing again today. Do you find that it's such a hit because you just you just like making me look like a fool? You just kept popping it out every time we- a new person in the office would well, walk in. You're like, oh, my gosh, look at her efforts. You know what? I played it to Michael, my Michael, last night, and he goes, I wouldn't have got them either. Good. They're meant to be, you know, semi-difficult, but you two don't watch TV. Too busy camping. So, um, in fact, I didn't get any feedback on it whatsoever. I'm just making it up to make it sound positive, but we will do it again today. (laughs) Um, All all that and more. Wake up. Wake up. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. Came across a cheeky little number last night. The future of gaming. This is huge. Christy, I've just shown you the new KFC console, and it's come at the right time because E3, obviously, is the place to go for all the, the tech-related, you know, video game tech yeah. releases for the upcoming year or two. Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo normally have their own sort of thing going on, but the KFC console came out not at A3 but around it. And they're saying it's the future of gaming now. This is great because, I, and I showed you this, um, what they do is, because uh, consoles, they generate a lot of heat, right? They, they generate do. a lot of heat. I look at my media room and when Michael plays, I'm like, oh, it's nice and toasty warm in here just gets, because of your PlayStation. Yeah, it gets boiling hot. What they've done is, and I don't know why no other food outlets have even tried to do this, is they've inbuilt a kind of mini air fryer Basically, you laugh at it, but I, I think know. it's a genius idea. I still don't believe it. Despite you showing me the video, I'm like waiting for the like April Fool's joke. It's, not, it's April. not April Fool's. It's I'm like, June. When, when is this like not going to come out? Like, if they've gone to this extent, they've got a, a date. They've got a date. It's coming out in November. But what I don't understand is why would you need to cook something whilst you're playing a game? That's what a kitchen's reserved for. Oh, sorry. This isn't. This, these consoles aren't aimed at you. Okay, you're a normal person. These are aimed at people that live in their mum's basement. Yeah, All right? okay, I get it. I get As it. As most games are, and and KFC being the 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 top tier when it comes to wanting some yummy sitting downstairs with a chicken. bucket and a, a can of Monster. Probably, well, you don't even but, need you know. to go and get a bucket because you can clearly just make it when because you're, you're well, playing you, your favourite game. That, well, you put. You put um, norm, just drumsticks in and you make your own and it, it just works the same way as the, the fryers uh, more or less at uh, KFC. So I think it's got the, the heat from the console 
powers the air fryer. So you know when you're playing your PlayStation, right, and the CD uh, gets jammed in there? Yeah. What's going to happen when you're deep frying your chicken and it's so oily and it goes everywhere? Uh, it's oh, going to go on the CD. Sorry, have you not been keeping up with gaming? The the new generation of consoles will not have CDs, discs, none of that. So all your it's gaming... All, it's digital. It's digital all, downloads only. All your gaming stores would be irrelevant in the future because yeah, they, there's yeah. no it's one... It's the same as DVDs. DVD, where's the last DVD store you went into? It, how it's long a, ago? Oh, gosh, who Exactly. Knows? It's all Netflix. So it's very much the same with gaming. You won't have to do any of it. And then it's basically an air fryer that connects to the TV and plays games. Yeah. So It's smart of KFC. Well, I don't know why anyone else hasn't done it. I mean, you can't really have a cheeseburger pop out, can you, if you were to do it from <laughs> somewhere else. But I thought it was very funny. I thought it was great. <laughs> I, um, I'd, I'd be happy to come over to your house, Bodge, and play your games just so I could have some popcorn chicken. Yeah, this is true. Unfortunately, it's all a load of crap, but, you know. Oh, I knew it was fake. Get up with Christian Bodge on the Mid-North Coast's hit. You know the whole cheeky note left in a bottle, message in a bottle thing? Uh, yeah, it was uh, Christine Aguilera, isn't it? Um, oh, no, yeah. no. I mean, or is like, it, oh, the police. in a bottle. I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about like when people leave messages in a bottle and put it out to the ocean and it comes back. Same with putting a message in a wall. I don't think I've ever seen it in real life. That's only been in movies, kind of a romantic thing. What do you mean in a wall? A message in a wall where people, when they're building a house or renovating, they leave little cheeky notes for oh, other people. They just, well, they just get a, one of their knives and just carve it into the wall. <laughs> get out. <laughs> no, so I saw a little note that was during the rounds of someone that had written it 23 years ago and put mm. it behind the wallpaper. So they were doing up the oh. house. They were renovating and left a little note for the next owners for when they came through and it was advice about what to do if they were looking to update the home and renovate. And the note read, if you ever need to re-wallpaper this room again, it will take eight rolls of paper. I bought six rolls at $30 a roll. I didn't get enough and it really peed me off. Signed it off by John and dated in 1997. So what had happened was this new couple that took ownership of the house went, right. oh, we need to update this place. We're going to paint it. So they stripped back the wallpaper, found their little note and went, oh, you know what? We need to test John's theory. Let's not paint it. Let's let's wallpaper it just to see if it takes six or eight rolls. So they changed their whole thing. All thanks to John. Right. They ended up tracking him down though. But it made me realise that Michael and I, when we were building our house, it was a missed opportunity because we could have left a little note for people for future. And we didn't. But All did- we did was carve our little initials into the edge of the concrete inside our garage. And that right. was it. And I was like, oh, well, that was boring. We should, have, we should have done something a little bit more. Especially considering your initials will probably change soon. What makes you think that it's going to happen? I uh, probably won't. <laughs> I was just being hopeful. But, okay, so you're saying builders do it, though? Oh, well, no, it's not just builders. But the, what I do recall from when it came to our builds is seeing some disgusting things that were left inside our wall cavities. If we didn't go into the... Uh, into the fence like you're not meant to because you're not meant to go onto a construction site unless you've been given permission. Right. We did. We sneakily wandered on in. Yeah. And when the framework was up and they were putting insulation in, we saw like mother cans, old um, milk cartons and things like that all shoved into the wall cavities. I thought, well, if we didn't see all this, I'm sure the construction guys wouldn't have pulled it out, which no, means then it could it have been there. left in there forever. Yeah. Or was there something left inside that? So I'm thinking... Surely, and you don't have to name your name, you don't have to reveal which house, you don't have to reveal which construction company you work for, but tradies out there, 13, 12, 16, 
What's the worst stuff you've stuffed into walls oh, when you're God. building a house? You're going to have to put on a voice for this one. I, I, I can only really kind of um, show some kind of experience with this when last year I was trying to clean out. For some reason, there was water coming out of the pipes. Do you remember that? And as some a tiler had just thrown all their stuff down like the drain and it had clogged it all up. We had to get a plumber in and all that sort of stuff. So... I had no idea until then that, you know, that that sort of stuff even happened. I thought they'd get a big rubbish bag and chuck it all in there. Nah, straight down the drain. I don't think it comes down to laziness, and I don't think they do it deliberate. It's just that <laughs> mistakes happen. I don't know. I don't work laziness. in construction. But, yeah, look, 13, 12, 16, if you're a tradie, what have you shoved into people's walls when you're building their house? We're not trying to rag on you. Just want to see what interesting things you get Give up to. Give us the goss. Come on. The Mid-North Coast gets up with Christy and Barge. On Hit FM. 13, 12, 16, we're asking what tradies out there have put inside walls when they were building houses. Which, which is all... an interesting thing to say, <laughs> isn't it? it? For the uninitiated, it, it's it's like, wow, what do you, what mean, do you mean putting, putting inside things? the walls? Is this like a Sopranos thing where you put, you know, some, a person inside the concrete inside the walls? Well, it's funny you say that because I thought mine was uh, a little bit rude when they put um, old milk bottles and some mother cans inside the, stink, the walls surely, of my house eventually. when they were building it. But um turns out that Sam and Port Macquarie didn't want to um, have a chat on the air so the boss didn't recognise his oh, voice. So you're but, just going to say his name anyway? It could be an alias, you never know. Yeah, but um, this bloke called up to say that his boss put a skeleton, you know those skeleton mannequins that you see in the shops? Oh. Put a skeleton inside the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Which means then, so when someone dismantles it, and you get a rude shock when they uh, they open it up and find a skeleton yeah. in there. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. Bit of fun. But we do have Cece on the line from Port Macquarie as well. Good morning. How are you guys? All right. What have you got? What what have you chucked into a wall when you're building? Well, I didn't actually put it in the wall. I pulled it out of the wall when I was doing a renovation in Palm Beach. Okay. I right. pulled out uh, some adult toys oh. and some so Vosky crystal earrings right next to it. Oh. So you... <laughs> So you pulled out the. I'm more interested in the adult toys than the jewelry, obviously. So I'll tell you, are mate. What, what are we? What are we talking about? Was it a, a large phallic object, or was it something that you? It was a blo- it, it was. I think the first name was a rabbit. Something. Oh, oh, a, oh a little rabbit. It sounds like someone's <laughs> a left a, a Valentine's Day gift in there. Earrings and a rabbit. Maybe, and they forgot about it. Oh. The rabbit was used. The earrings were brand new. Oh, how do you know the rabbit was used? Would you sniff it? <laughs> Obviously. You could just tell. You could just tell. Okay. You could. Okay. Okay, the discoloration. Um, just, just CC, what did you do with the, the stuff? Well, one of them I kept, one of them I threw out. <laughs> I don't want so another how is, how is the rabbit going? <laughs> it's going great. New batteries and everything. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the oh, rabbit. I, I, I know. I know a little bit about the rabbit, but I don't oh, know do how. Oh, yeah, I don't know how it works for blokes though, because it's apparently that's for the. You yep. Know, yep. Okay. The, it's for the the little. Well, the, 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 it's for the man. In, it's for the man in the boat, isn't it? Isn't that what oh. it's specifically <laughs> for? I don't know. For the budgie's tongue. Yeah, wow. Yep. No? I'll leave it up to your imagination. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, have you found anything else? Was that was that it? Did you we, did you have to give the, your earrings to the was it a foreman or someone like that? Oh. Or, I don't know how it works. No, no, it was a job I was doing. So yeah, right. Okay. You would have kept it, hopped them, and got some uh, decent cash for that house, hey, Cece. Oh, one would say so. Yeah. Yeah, one would say so. <laughs> mm. He kept them for himself. Both the goods, didn't they? Oh, there we go. Oh, geez, that's. Uh, mm. So. The, have you got a rabbit, Christy? Have you got oh, a... don't even go down that uh, no, I'm rabbit just asking hole. The questions. 
<laughs> I'm not talking about your rabbit hole. I'm just talking about the actual <laughs> rabbit. Have you got, have you got one of them? Have you got one of devices? Well, it happens in my bedroom, stays in my bedroom. Thanks, Okay, Bosch. well, there you go. Uh, well, what about um, what about uh, Christy, the, uh, the, the jewellery? See, the thing is, is that you wouldn't expect someone to accidentally leave jewellery in between the walls. No, no. So I feel like... Maybe, maybe they knew the person that was going to own that house, and maybe they oh, was their there secret was a, lover. Well, there was a guy. <laughs> there was a guy in the U.S., and it's only just come out the last week. He hid uh, a million dollars worth of like you know just different jewels in a box, and it's been a, 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 a like a treasure hunt for the last ten wow. years. So maybe it was something like that. Maybe okay. they left. Maybe they wanted to try and leave a story behind to go. Yeah, there was a little bit of pleasure. It was a nice little. <laughs> Nice little story here, just uh, for you to know. And um, I don't think the rabbit was used. Why would you use a rabbit and then build walls? I don't know. Why would you put it in there? Or maybe, like you said, they, they cut a little know. hole in later and shoved it in there to it's hide it away. Holes for in the wall. Oh, okay. I can see this was a real dungeon by the sounds <laughs> of it. Yeah, holes in the wall. Japers. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. Yesterday, do you remember we played that censorship game where um, I had that audio and there was a word censored out of it and you didn't get any of them right and that's okay? <laughs> it was hard to do. I failed spectacularly. That's okay. Today I've got another audio-related game for you. I'm just trialling them out just to see what works. And um, all I'm going to do is I'm going to play three pieces of audio and you just, I just want to see if you've got a great memory because these are from the 90s and the noughties and they're just little sounds um, I've picked that um, I, I just want to see if you remember where they come from. But you know how I'm shocking at this sort of thing. I'm terrible mm. with remembering things. You ask mm, me what's mm. my favourite movie and I go, I don't know. Okay. I don't retain information. I'm going to fail I mean, at this. You know that. I feel like you're just setting me up to have like a no, little sinking no, ship. No, no. I'm not like that at all. All right. No. Right. What Let's I'm going to do, do I'm going to play the, the sounds. You've got to try and remember. This is a game of remembering. Mm-hmm. Where have I heard that sound before? Here we go. Here's the first one. Do you remember that sound? Does is it, that MSN? No, it's not MSN, but do, do you remember the sound? Does it, yeah. Does it, yeah, okay. So when you see things, obviously, it's a lot easier, but when you hear it only, it can be quite hard. That's the Encarta opener. Wrong. It's definitely something from old school computer uh, days. Yeah, 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 but what? Come on. Putting a CD in. And it's like no. going, yes, it's registering. No. That's can you play it again? Okay, play it one more time. It's a PlayStation. No, it's not. It's a startup theme, but it's for Microsoft uh, Windows 95. It is too. <laughs> yeah, and it was composed by Brian Eno, by the way. So for anyone old school listening, Brian Eno is a crazy man, very good at making in- really interesting music. Worked with David Bowie for a, a while as well. He is number two. Now, there can't be anyone uh, of our age group, particularly Christy, so we're talking maybe uh, 25 upwards, that wouldn't know what that was. Me being one of them, but I don't know what it is. Really? I feel like it's an opener to a TV series or something. No, it's not. No, this is... um, (laughs) This is... I'll give you a little bit of a clue. 
this is something that plays on a VHS to uh, showcase upcoming titles. But what is it? Like, what what, what uh, brand are we doing? What? Oh, see, 13, 12, 16. If you think <laughs> you can do this better than Chrissy, I said this yesterday. I feel like you don't watch any, you've never watched any TV, you've never watched any movies, you've never well, listened to any music, you don't know anything it. about pop culture. I do not know how you don't know some of these things. We'll move on to number three. That was Walt Disney Home Video. Ah, there so you go. for any, any, any Disney video released from the 90s to the noughties, yep. it would have had that tune with the upcoming titles. Can I ask this? Yeah. Why would anyone need to retain that sort of information? They don't need the to. Walt Disney no, I'm just, I'm, opener to a VHS. It's part of the game. All right, do you know this one? Here we go. If you don't know this one, I'm walking out of here and you can do the next the next thing by yourself. Right. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Don't hit the desk. It's worth $2.5 million. Sega. It's not worth 2.5. I just made that up. No, it's not Sega. Why would it be Sega? Uh, that's, that's not the... <laughs> it's about 15 years after Sega, I'm pretty sure. Oh, maybe 10. Come on. Pressure is on. I've got to get this right. Oh. That's probably in Carter then. No. I don't know. I don't know. Jason wept. Jason uh, uh, it was THX, so it's Lucasfilm. So, sorry, what? I'm not doing this game anymore. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. A matter that's very close to my heart, uh, Christy, is um, the the fact that there are homeless people uh, that you know don't have anywhere to go. Yeah. Um, when I was younger, I spent some time on the streets, and it wasn't fun. And then after that, um, that period of time, I slept on a, you know, a tile floor for about a year. So, um... And it's tough for you even to um, admit that you went through this. And, um, look, you have come out the other side, but the the reality is that there are so many across the Mid-North Coast that are homeless, but then mm-hmm. you think about mm-hmm. those that also aren't in view that we, we don't see and don't know about. Yeah, this is true. Um, look, uh, so the reason I'm talking about this is because a friend of ours here at the station, Lisa, she's put this up on her page, and it's the Port Macquarie Hastings Homelessness Committee. Didn't know we have one, but it's good that we do. Yeah. Um, everybody needs a home. Everybody needs a home. And what she has put up here is that they're in need of unopened toiletries, travel-sized toiletries, you see. And they're handy to have. They're um, handy. You, you, they're desperate things. I guess they're things that we take for granted, but they're, they're inexpensive items that we can purchase to then donate. When I was homeless, right, what, what would be the, um, the hardest thing? Like if you had to pick of all the problems you'd face, not having a home and having maybe a small bag, what would be the number one thing you reckon would be the, the toughest thing to do? Not being able to have a shower. That is actually, that's it. Yeah, that's actually yeah. right. So food, easy to find, believe it or not. Shelter can be quite fun in the end. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but after a while, it was quite fun to find somewhere to stay. I'd that go, challenge. right, that's perfect. That's perfect yeah. spot. I'll stay there. Um, but, you know, if you've got dry shampoo or normal shampoo or conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, any of that sort of stuff, 
Um, you, there's a donation drop-off. Uh, there's a couple of them. New Horizons, 137 Gordon Street, Port Macquarie, or Port Macquarie Neighbourhood Centre, 2 to 4 Dodds Street, Port Macquarie. We've got a call as well. Hello, good morning. You're on the air. Good Good morning. Who have we got there? Um, someone that... I already knows. know who it is. What do you want? What do you call me pa- for? Pardon, who is it? Sorry. It's Alicia. <laughs> it's my oh, new girlfriend. Your girlfriend, Alicia. Alicia. What do you, yes. You don't listen to this show. You've got taste. You told me that already. Yeah, but every now and then I tune in just to uh, just to check in on you and is that a fact. See what you what you're talking about. I have heard um, from other listeners that you have um, that you've mentioned me a couple of times. So. That's true. I have. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's part of it, I guess. I mean, you got to got to cop that. Unfortunately, um, what are you calling up for? That's uh, okay. Well, I just um, heard that you were talking about um, toiletries. Yeah, and I just thought. That I don't think you mentioned that oh, you happen to steady, have a, steady. a big bag of toiletries stashed in your cupboard that you've accumulated over I don't know how long a couple of years. <laughs> oh, four, I know, I know. Uh, he years. used to he he'd share this on his Instagram stories all the time when he'd go to a new hotel and would steal. Yeah. Not just the robes, you'd steal like little slippers, you'd steal all the toiletries. And iron, yeah. <laughs> So hang on, Alicia, you've uncovered his collection like this. He's like a hoarder of toiletries. I have. No, it's not. It's we not. did. You know, we recently went away to the Hunter Valley, oh. um, as you know. and <laughs> He stole them again, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. We, we stayed in two separate accommodations and both accommodations he sneakily took all the like, the little shampoos and conditioners, and yeah. he even All right. even Steady the um, even the tea bags yeah, okay. and the biscuits. Uh, Alicia, why do you think he does it? <laughs> I'm not too sure. I think it's just like a strange addiction. Or, yeah. No, don't. Can we not do this, please? No. I, I'm proud of I'm proud of my collection. I've got a lot no, of nice actually, things in there. I've got a, a lot of really nice soaps. <laughs> I, the company here, Christy, paid for me to go to Sydney to do something um, last year, and they put me up in a really swanky place, and I took some really – it was like – I don't know how to say it. L with the apostrophe. Is it L'Ossetane or something like that? I don't know how to say it. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's really fancy stuff anyway. It smells really good. It, I, I'm I- – I, I've had this conversation with Alicia already before. She wants me to donate it. As soon as I told her a couple of days ago about this, that she goes, oh, you know what you could do? You could give that bag of your toiletries to them. I'm like, well, I've accumulated it for two years, three years. I'm proud of that bag. I, I agree, Alicia. But, Time yeah. has come where he needs to part his ways with his bad habits of stealing things from hotel rooms what? and perhaps do, give it to people that are in need. Can I keep, exactly. Can I exactly. keep the bag of uh, coffee pods, sugars, and tea bags, please? If you've kept things for four years, you do realise they have an expiry date. Don't care. Not but, uh, that. <laughs> why do you keep them, Bodge? Why do you need them? What are you saving Can't, it for, a rainy day? I don't know why. It's just a weird habit, weird... No, I, I do recall uh, Jason once saying Jason. that... Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, she's um, not used to hearing me being called my first name. No. But... Um, that one day maybe you were going to have to run away or escape out into the bush. And <laughs> he doesn't like kids. This is, this is my off-grid uh, fantasy. <laughs> yes, one right. day the that's world right. will get You're so bad I'll have to run away. I've lived off-grid before, been homeless that's before, right. I could do it again. 
But uh, maybe this is a subconscious way of, um, and I'm, I'm not trying to make things a little bit sadder, but perhaps, Bodge, uh, because you did have those challenges once when you're on the street, that they were the things that you, you were desperate for. Perhaps mm. this is your way of reliving that homelessness or, yeah, and, or, and, and, and I mean, getting them just in case, just in case. No, I, but I, I feel like you can, from one homeless person to another, you can actually help them out and give something that you no longer need. Yeah. Alicia, getting Alicia, you're getting, you're getting real close to getting dumped right now. Oh, right? God. I'm just saying, right? We'll do Girl's it. Girl's doing a we'll nice thing and you just go and ruin oh, it by no, saying no, no, no. This with threats. This isn't a nice thing. She called up to, to stir the pot. She knows exactly what she's doing. She's a lovely girl and you sound that you can tell there's no maliciousness in her voice. Of course not. All right, I'll see you a little bit later. No, you're doing, yeah, you're doing the right thing. Mm. Good job. No, much. you're no, you're doing the right thing. I wanted to there keep them. There will be them. someone or a, quite a few people out there that will appreciate those items, and it will mean a lot more to them yeah, than well, just them sitting in your cupboard not doing or not being used. All right, we'll we'll have a talk when I get home. Okay, goodbye. All right. Um, what? Don't look at me like that. I feel like it's a terrible thing to hoard. No, it's not. It's just something I and I look at it and go, oh, that's from that hotel. I done that. I just when I went there, when I went here. You're gonna How steal them, use them. I don't steal them. You pay for the room, you get them. That's they're yours. But I've use got them. about ten shower caps. I've got ladies' health-related things <laughs> that came <laughs> complimentary that you'll, I'll never use. You'll come in handy for your girlfriend when she pops on over well, at your house and maybe, she's in desperate need. For maybe. All right. Well, look, the donation drop-off points for the Port Macquarie Hastings Homelessness Committee, Port Macquarie Neighbourhood Centre, two to four or two of four, I don't know how to say it, two dash four, Dodds Street, Port Macquarie, and New Horizons at 137 Gordon Street, Port Macquarie. Looks like I'm taking my stash. Go and donate it. Do the right thing, Bodge. Yeah. I mean, it's a subject close to my heart, but at the same time, that collection, I mean, might as well be asking me to give my children away. That's how special they are to me. I'll do it. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. How's your body feeling, Bodge? Why don't you come around and touch it and have a feel for yourself, <laughs> Don't mate. be a grub. No, how's your, how's your muscles feeling after your uh, first oh. day back at the gym yesterday? You were getting so excited. It was super cute. You, you had... All your gym gear and your little bag, and you're like, "Are you going back?" Because I'm going back. Uh, yeah, that was, so uh, proud of you. you that was, was good. No, I enjoyed it. Yeah, enjoyed it. It was good. What was the hardest part? Having that much time off? Oh, probably just getting back into it. You know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. How many people were in class? Couldn't tell you. I was really only kind of just focusing on myself because when you're there, you focus on yourself and you you don't you don't really pay attention to the other people. What sort of session did you do? It was, uh, it was it was a lot of bent over rows and things like that, you know. Just it's just a standard thing, you know. Oh yeah. Why are you saying this? I what feel you? like you telling a little white lie. What do you mean? Why would I tell? Why would I tell a lie about the gym? It's a weird thing to tell a lie about. I feel like you just put your outfit on, uh-huh. yeah, to look like the better man, and then didn't actually go to the gym. Who you been talking to? I have uh, some people okay. in the know. You do realise that's the gym that I go to. Yep, this is true, yeah. Which I admitted, I was being lazy and I wasn't going back quite just yet. Look, all right, cards on the table. No, I didn't go. I didn't think you would. No, I didn't go. I I didn't didn't think you'd pull through with it. But it wasn't that I didn't want to go. It was that, oh, God, Mm. I was like, oh, 12.15, I had an Invisalign appointment. I thought, well, I've got to go to that because I've got to get my new uh, aligners and my teeth are looking amazing. I'm loving it. Um... 
and I've got 26 more weeks to go, by the way, which is great. Counting down. Yep, just before Christmas, uh, December 15, looking at having a nice, perfect teeth. That's a perfect Christmas gift. Like, I know. You always, people would be like, they ask Santa, can I have the perfect teeth? I'm going to have Christmas. the perfect smile. So, yeah, there you go. Smile. But the thing is, is that I had already booked in for a, a session at 12.30 because you have to do it online. And um, I was sitting in the chair at about 20 past and, you know, there was stuff. I thought I was just going to get more aligners, but they said, no, 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 we've got some other stuff to do. And I thought, well, I guess if you've got to do other stuff, uh. I'm like, oh, if, I miss, <laughs> if I miss out in the gym, I mean, oh, well, what do you do? And I tried to cancel it, but my phone was playing up and I was sitting in the chair going, I can't cancel oh. the, the session. I'm like, oh. So I'm hoping no one else missed a spot because I didn't because I don't like doing that. And that is the rules, and a lot of gyms are doing that. That yeah. if if you're going to book a session, yeah. you need to commit to that. Because yeah. if you can't commit, then you're you're making that hard for someone else to go exactly. on that one yeah. little spot that could have been the same me. But you do realize though, two strikes and you're out. What do you mean? If you do that twice, yeah, you're out. Out of what? As out of the out of the cult, out of the gym, you're done. Is that right? Is that yeah, a thing? Yeah, so if you make up another stupid excuse again, Wasn't a stupid that's it, ex- you're out forever. Sorry, hold on a second. No, no. An appointment ran longer <laughs> than it was meant to. <laughs> you planned it. You no, could have went I didn't, in the afternoon. I didn't plan it. Why would, I, why would I plan that? Mm. No point doing that. All right. Well, I'm just pre-warning you that if you stuff up again, you'll mm-hmm. be out. Well. No more fitness for you, Botch. Oh, that'd be a shame, wouldn't it? I'd have to sit in bed with me biscuits and just watch TV. I'd hate that. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM. Migaloo the White Whale, apparently uh, he may be past Port Macquarie already, maybe towards up Crescent Head. We, we don't really know. We don't know. It's all uh, whispers at the moment because we know he was spotted uh, at Seal Rocks overnight, so south of Foster, and uh, yep. they did say that he could be uh, headed for Byron Bay by today. And someone yep. that is in Byron Bay is a photographer, Craig Parry. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Well, thank well. you. Now, you're the official photographer when it comes to capturing those iconic shots of Megaloo. Yeah, it's a hard hat to wear. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's, too, he's so elusive. Oh, isn't he just? But he is such a divine animal to capture. Your Instagram, my gosh, the animals that you get on camera are amazing. But that particular picture of Megaloo, it's stunning. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a once-in-a-lifetime image for me. I mean, that's a highlight of my career so far anyway. So when you go out to, to take photos, do you have to sit on the headland or can you take a little dinging out? Or yeah, you go the... I, I just, I go out, I go out of my boat and just, um, and just wait, have a cup of soup and just wait, wait, wait. And it's, it's all about patience, I guess, to get the shot. Yeah. Mm. And so are yeah. you a free diver or what are you to be able to get those yeah. underwater shots? I don't, yeah, I don't scuba. I always free dive. I mean, uh, for any sort of animal underwater, it's, it's best to free dive and just more natural and they're, they're a little bit. More, you know, passive when you when you're holding your breath. I don't like the bubbles. Yeah. I'm going to be real yeah. simple here. Well, free diving is that as simple as it sounds? It do what's on the tin. You just you literally top of the water and you just dive down, open your eyes without any paraphernalia. Is that right? That's it. Yeah, and and, and swim down for about two or three minutes, and yeah. So you're like a so merman. <laughs> <laughs> and anyone can do it. It's just practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's your tactic this time round with Migaloo uh, set to be in your neck of the woods uh, today? Yeah. Well, I like to sort of. I've got eyes down in Evans Head, so that's south, and um, so I, I just I, I tend to get uh, intel from about. I, I don't like to get intel within 50 kilometres because I, I it's, it's sort of challenging to get out there and, and wait for him without any sort of closer um, confirmation. So yeah, yeah I I, um, I 
try and work out, you know, um, geographically how far he would be if I, I calculate his speed at say ten kilometres per hour and. Right. Yeah, so it's all, and I, I speak closely with the scientists that um, sort of study Migaloo and the Department of Environment as well. So, yeah. So there's a lot of research behind this, apparently, yeah. by the sounds of it, Christy. And, and do you, how long have you been following Migaloo? Like, is this a second, third, fourth year? Uh, this is since 2016. So, yeah, going to the fourth year. Um, wow. Yeah, so I, I really, I mean, I'd love to see what he, what he does down in Antarctica, but that's obviously. <laughs> A long way away. <laughs> well, the, the yeah. other things that we were talking about this morning is, um, uh, does he use the same kind of, I don't want to say flight path, but, you know, does he come down exactly the same route or does he go a bit further out, a bit further yeah. in every now and then? Do you know much about his so, movements? Well, yeah, well, this year is kind of different because last year he, um, or sorry, the year before, he, he'd come in from sort of Port Macquarie and then um, head up the coast north from there. Yeah. Um, so he, a lot of the whales will come up close to the coast and then when they head south they go out wide um, wow. the only ones that sort of stay in close to the mother and calves yeah. um, because they like the protection yeah so and, right. and what's Migaloo like in comparison to other humpback whales well he's I don't know he's, he's um he's quite He's, he's very dominant. When every time I see him, he's always the the dominant whale in the group. Yeah. Um, so the it's kind male. of yeah. Well, he's peacock. Male, he's, yeah. he's peacocking, isn't he? <laughs> he's pretty fly for a white guy. So he's never, <laughs> Look, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's a big thing for tourism, and Byron Bay particularly. It, wasn't that where uh, Migaloo was discovered? And I think it was early nineties. Yeah. It must mm, have been. That's mm. right. Is that yeah, is that so why he, you're there? <laughs> just to chase yeah, Migaloo. That's why my parents gave me birth here. Just a oh right, oh sorry. No, I, no, I thought I didn't know. No, I thought this might be like a quite a one of those things that you do because he was discovered there. It's kind of the the perfect spot to go to wait for him. Maybe. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's a perfect spot for any sort of marine um, photography. You know, uh, this is one of the gems in Australia to sort of swim around with turtles and. All yeah, sorts right. of species. Yeah, it's, it's a really beautiful spot. Yeah, really. well, we've got so. fingers crossed for you, Craig, that you'll uh, capture you. another iconic shot of Migaloo. Lovely. And if anyone wants to see Migaloo, um, I've got my gallery in Byron. They can pop in and have a look at it two metres wide. Oh, get nice. around. What's it called? What's it called? Um, Craig Parry Photography. So, there we go. Yeah. And that's, yeah, your Instagram is, that's your Instagram as well, isn't it, Craig Parry Yeah, it is. That's my Instagram as well. Yeah, so. Awesome. Right, good on you, Craig. Thank, Thank you. you so much for taking time out to chat. Th- Thanks, guys. Lovely chatting. So, uh, there we go. Well, he's up and down. Like, you know, Megaloo is, uh, if you see him out and about today, send through photos. Yeah. I mean, there'll be a lot of people along the coast, right up the mid-north coast and into the coast coast, all the way up to Byron, um, trying to just get a glimpse of this white whale. Like, it's such a special moment to be able to see something like that and to see Craig Parry's uh, amazing photography. Go to Instagram and check it out. Cause well, the first thing I want to so do, the second we get off air today, because your face when you're looking at these, going, come around here and look at this. I'm like, no, we've got to go back on air. <laughs> I've got time to run around to the other side of the desk because we're social distancing, remember? We're a long way away. I know, I know, but um, it's well worth going and looking at it. Uh, it's true. All right, look, we're going to peace out. We'll be back tomorrow morning uh, bright and early from uh, 6 o'clock, uh, so we'll see you then. Until then. Bye, have a beautiful day. If you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.